Are we wearing the same shirt? Are we? Are, did we just become best friends? <laughs> Welcome to LA Kings Fan Talk with your boys, Rodney, Mike, and Rob. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another show, and welcome to a new year where the Kings are undefeated. Thanks to a dumpster fire of an organization. Am I right, boys? Yeah. Happy New Year. Happy right. New Year, guys. Happy New Year, everybody. So the Kings closed out 2021 by ending the Canucks winning streak in a shootout. And then we started the New Year off right by defeating the Flyers 6-3 to on Saturday night. Rob, what are your thoughts on the last two games? Um, not only did we snap Vancouver's streak, but... The Flyers actually were on a point streak. They were, what, 5-0-2 or something like that as well. So we snapped that as well. So I just like the fact that we're running into hot teams and we're not using the excuse, oh, we lost to a hot team. and We're actually winning games. we got to keep climbing above 500. You know, 500 doesn't make the playoffs, and just a few games over 500 does not make the playoffs. But this – we were talking about this stretch of games, and here we are. We are putting ourselves in the conversation, which, as a fan, that is what we are hoping for. We want playoff hockey, for sure. My favorite excuse when we're beating some of these teams are, oh, congrats, you beat a team where half the players were on COVID. I'm like, everybody's team has half the players on COVID. So, Mike, what would you think about the last two games? Yeah, just piggybacking off what you just said right now. I think the last game we were kind of tra- talking about lines, and I was like, who knows what the lines are going to be because it seems like somebody's new is out of the lineup every week because of COVID. Right. Uh, it was a great two games, though. Uh, Quick played great. Uh, it was good to see him bounce back after we uh, questioned a little bit in those past two games before last when we talked last about he had two rough games, but maybe it was just fatigue because he looked good. He had another one of those uh, uh, was a scorpion save behind the back. Right, right. He, his his pad actually got that. But if that went over the pad, his glove would have been yeah. in position to do it, yes. Right. Can't pay scores again, and here we go, man. We're going to have a 30-goal scorer here. Are we? Is he? He's on pace for 35. You heard okay. it here first, folks. Mike is calling it. Um, A dozen games ago, I follow was on pace to score 40. True that. He's right back down to, okay, we hope he gets 20. I will say Kempe finishes the year with more goals than I follow. That's what I'll well, say. Well, we'll see. We'll see. 14 and 10 right now, isn't it? We'll see. Yeah, 14 and 10. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of things I want to get to. Um, I'll save it. I'll well, save it. Yeah, let's, let's start with we're talking about COVID. We were just talking about I'll follow. So let's talk about Turcotte and I'll follow. Uh, being put in the COVID protocol, but yeah. we are getting Brown and I think Rob's boy, Ole Mata back. Did you guys <laughs> see how uh, they lined up in a practice today? Yeah, yeah. What do you think? Not, I do not like Anderson on the first line. Um, 
<laughs> I, I like Brown like on the th- I like Brown on the third line. So they have yeah. a Kapari centering Brown and a Grunstrom. Yeah, see how that turns out. Uh, I mean, I'd want to move Kelly up, but I'm like, the fourth line looks so good. I don't want to mess with it right now. Yeah. Even though they're probably more in the third line than anything. The fourth line and the second line were our top two lines last game. So I'm starting to wonder about Kapari. He just, I mean, he has trouble holding on to the puck. Um, he, he takes a hit from somebody. He loses the puck. Careful make, what you're saying. That's, make, that's, that's I, my sport. I, I, I'm, I'm trying not to. I'm trying to say it in a in a way that won't hurt your feelings too much. Um, He's so much better in Ferk, So watch what you're saying. <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. But I'm wondering if they're keeping him up with the big club. Uh. To hopefully use him as trade bait, hoping that he'll score a few more goals here. Well, you're using the word trade bait, which brings a whole new subject in into play because that's <laughs> some does. of the things I want to talk about too, is just trades that we need to make. And and the word need is appropriate, I think, because it's not want. We we have to get rid of players. So we really do. Yeah, need because we have too many players or need yep. to make the playoffs or both? Both for both, actually. Yeah. I mean, I mean, here we're, we're in a position right now to where we can fight for a spot. I don't. You have to sit there and question whose spot we're going to take. Is are we going to take uh, Edmonton spot? No, are we? You know, it's because I don't think we're going to catch Colorado. You so know, now you um, want to talk about standings, which is a whole nother thing. Right, right exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's, he said he wanted just, to talk about everything. He did. I do. I want to. There's so much I want to talk about. Um, but trade wise, yes, Kapari, he's, he, I think he's, can be a very good player for, for another team. Yeah. Cause in my head, I'm like, let, let's just send him down to Ontario, bring somebody else up, but they haven't done it. So I'm like, maybe they, they were trying to showcase him or something. I'm not sure. I don't know. He might, I just feel like he might turn into uh Trevor Lewis, which nothing wrong with that, you know? So I don't know if you guys feel this, but I'm, I kind of feel like because we have so many players, other teams know that, and it's kind of hurting us. They know that we need to make a trade. We might not get the full value for these guys. I don't know. Well, last last week we we're talking about trading Matt Roy, and then I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna hedge on that. I'm gonna sit there and say maybe not, maybe not. <laughs> you know, there there was I'm still I'm judging him from that that Canadian swing we took earlier in the season where I just felt he was like our worst player, like six out of nine games. He was just really bad those six games. But if you're taking him as a whole for the whole season and you're taking his cap hit number, he's, he's pretty good defenseman for us. And in the last two games, he's looked pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Him and uh, Will Landon. Will Landon's looking pretty good. But it's, it's also one of these things here where, I mean, it's not rocket science. You you have second pairing defensemen playing well and second line scoring 11 points. And guess what? You win games, right? Yeah. Um, and it's going to, it's going to be that way for the rest of the season. When I follow disappears, we're going to struggle. When Kempe disappears, we're going to struggle. If that fourth line isn't giving us energy and scoring chances every game, we're going to struggle because 
Kopitar, you know, the one that's struggling right now is, is Kopitar, right? Right. So, but here we are with all these struggles. Yep. We're, we're four games above 500 and right in a, in a playoff position to where we just, we just got to hope. I'm hoping it's the Ducks. I hope the Ducks just fall on hard times and they just yeah. plummet. <laughs> That's that's what I'm hoping for, but right now it looks like the Oilers are the ones. Right, they lost again tonight. Yeah, that was sick. So what are <laughs> they? So let's let's go to standings. So what are they? They're only uh, they're one point ahead of us, right? The uh, Oilers, yes. So they're what? They're fourth in the Pacific. We're fifth, and then what? We're up on the Sharks by a couple points, I believe. By two points, yep. Yeah. So we're st- we're right in the right in the mix of it. And uh, yeah, and we gotta it, we gotta. We got to watch our rearview mirror with with San Jose and Vancouver. You know, we got to look forward and hope the Oilers and the Ducks kind of fall because I think the Flames and and the Vegas Knights, I they're going to be there. Yeah, they're they're just going to be there. So yeah, this is kind of what we uh, hope for in the beginning of the season, right? To be in the playoff race, that would be a positive season for us, and that's kind of where we're at. Well, thirty two games is. 40 percent of the season yeah. yeah is that what we're talking 40 percent yeah um and here we are we're doing this podcast as kings fans and we we're, we're talking about playoffs 40 percent through the season that's that's good uh, hopefully 80 percent through the season we're still having this conversation and at this point last season we definitely weren't having this conversation so <laughs> last season we would have been quoting uh what's your old uh colts coach playoffs you want to talk playoffs? <laughs> yeah. More. Yeah. Uh, back to the players. Uh, I was going to say quick shout out to uh, Lozot, man. Let's do this. Hold on. Since you're going there, let's open up that new segment, Mike, that you wanted to start. Who's your <laughs> Kings player of the week? Mike, start us off. Was it, is it going to be Lozot or is he just like a an, an alternate? Well, I'll go, I'll go Lozot because I was already going there anyways. But uh, I mean, that guy was kind of written off at the beginning of the year, right? Like, players a b c and d were all going to take his job and he just keeps clawing away and positive impacts on games and hustling all over the ice and doing everything he can to keep his job and he's doing a great job he's looked pretty good i think i'm going to go next because it kind of piggybacks off of yours uh i'm going to say lemieux you know we got our records pretty damn good with him in there but you know he brings the grit he brings this scoring which most people did not even know he had i don't know if he knew he had it before he came over to us right and then, but I really think he's elevated Lazat's game. Shout out to his sister, Claudia. Right. <laughs> there it is. I think it shows in, in Lazat's love for Lemieux. I don't know if you caught that last goal they scored there, but yeah. Yeah. Right. Now, is, is, uh, is Kelly have a third wheel there? Or do, let's, let's play geeky fans here. <laughs> do, do they like each other? Does, is, <laughs> is he the, is he their younger brother that, that annoys them or, or do they, they think, wow, this kid's good too, and they're they're happy he's on the line. Is there a full line love there, or is it just the bromance between Lazat and Lemieux? I'm gonna say it's to be seen. It could be either or. What do you think, Mike? I don't know. It's hard to tell. I think I I would say it's like geeky little brother right now. Hmm. Hey, Rod. Just or, to... or in their case, geeky bigger brother. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So Lemieux's best season was 12 goals mm-hmm. in 2018-2019. Okay, so projected this year based on with his Winnipeg, current pace. With Winnipeg and New York. 
analytics guy based on his current pace. What's he projected to score this year? Uh, he's got seven goals 17, right now. 17 goals. So he's on pace to break it. Yeah. And, you know, that's, that's with 11 minutes average time on ice. 11 minutes from a four-line player. 22 games, yeah. How, how good is that? It all comes uh, back to what I've been preaching know. all year. Say it for me, Rob. Yeah, no, Basically. value. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All comes down to value. We're always, we're always talking about value. So, I Rob. Say Martin, Martin Furk, but okay. <laughs> Rob, player of the week for you. Who was it? Well, since you guys took my two answers. <laughs> oh, uh, good one. Come um, on. I'm going to go with a limited player here, um, Deneau. I'm going to go from the game we got embarrassed he did not play in. He comes back, and our last two games were so solid. And I th- and it's, I mean, offensively he was seen last game, but just like I said, the toll he takes off of everyone else defensively in that forward position. He's he's my player of the week. Just coming back in, energizing the whole lineup right away. Two solid games, two wins. Did you see that look of excitement and on his face when Moore was able to pass to him for that two on one? You know, the little that was sauce, so easy. The, the little sauce pass. So he was all yeah. two on one should should look like that. Right, <laughs> all of them. It's good stuff. Yeah, I was actually about to give you a shout out earlier about uh, you were saying to know was what was missing for us. Yeah, and I remember. Was, and I now he's that. back, and now we're winning again. And the people we called out are playing good. I'm thinking we should be on the Kings payroll. I don't know. Just saying. We just got to call people out just right? randomly, even when they're doing good. Who's due to be called out for the next for the next week? I mean, we're only playing probably a couple of games. We we both you said it earlier, man. Call out Kopitar. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, he is. All right, Kopitar. That's a big one. We're calling Kopitar out. You're up. Time to step it up. Remember, because we even just said, I don't know, quick. I don't know, and then <laughs> and then he has the game. He he has so right. I mean, Kopitar, you at least have to be a point per game. Come on, man. Yeah, you take away the five points you scored the first game. You know, now now he's way down there, you know. Oh, but if you add three points to the last game, then he'd be higher. Um, Is it weird? You know, here, (laughs) let's visit visit plus minus again. Our two worst plus minus guys are arguably our two best offensive weapons. Kempi and Kopitar are both minus six. Why is that, Mike? Because they're on they're the ice, ice against the, the other team's best players or what? Yeah, they're on the ice all the time. Well, Anderson and Dowdy are too, but they're plus six and plus five respectively. It is what it is, man. Matt Roy is a plus nine. Holy crap. Did right. not know that. Wow. I didn't know that either. I yeah, just, but, but the CNI Deneau, test. Deneau is a plus eight. I just know over the last couple of games, uh, Matt Roy, I'm like, oh, wow, he's playing a lot better. He must have watched our show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <saying. laughs> there's another. Yeah, that's just another example of a call out. And then, and then, and then my boy Toby, he's just quietly playing a solid defensive game, not getting beat like other players. I won't mention names. <coughs> Jersey. <coughs> uh, yeah, they hardly call. They hardly call his name. Which is great for a non-offensive defenseman. So, you think he should get a shot to uh, play with Dowdy? Uh, you think that would take his game to another level if he was playing on Dowdy's? 
Uh, I guess that remains to be seen, but I, I think you could put him on on any of the lines and he, he he'd be fine. Well, I'm just saying, do you think that would benefit him more if he was playing with Dowdy? I'm not sure, but uh, I would like to try it just to see. I think it benefits Mikey Anderson playing with Dowdy. Yeah, that's until we make a trade, right, for a defenseman. Well, let's get back to that because my uh, Rob wanted wanted to talk about package deals, trade rumors. Uh, yeah, what, well, what's on the trade block? What's going on? Well, yeah, yeah, Rob, who we, talk, you, uh, we talked about the chicken. We talked about talk the about that. trade. Yeah, I know. And then, I feel like you had somebody in mind earlier when you were talking. About no, it. well, I wanted to talk about the chicken again, and you and your two first round picks and all that stuff. And then I started going. You know, he's a minus twenty nine. He plays in the Coyotes. I get right? it, and he's the he's on the ice the whole time on the worst team. Whatever, he's only got two even... goals and five assists. Okay, what was his stats last season? On a better better Coyotes, he had forty. Team. He had forty points. Okay, okay, so we're gonna pay for two years ago. We'll pay for last season uh, versus playing on a horrible team this season. Come on, look at the surroundings. You're gonna judge the, judge him based on his surroundings. So right? you're saying three first round picks now, Mike? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Up it up. <laughs> yeah. Obviously you can't judge him. Look look at all the look at all the moves they made this offseason. Chick runs a minus twenty-nine. Because he's on the ice all the time for them. Everyone else, there's no one else though that's minus <laughs> fifteen even. All right. Well, I mean, he's he's more than double everybody over. He only has seven points. So Rob, you're saying pull back so on the on the package deal a little bit. So if he's a minus twenty nine and the coach keep putting putting him out there, there's got to be a reason why he keeps putting him out there. Right? Okay, okay, forget the minus. He yeah. has seven points, Mikey. Seven points. That's it. Yeah, he's trying to carry the workload on a, on a bad team. Our defense, our defensemen on the Kings, they're terrible offensively. Matt Roy has twelve points. Wow, that kind of puts it in perspective. Maybe they should give us two first-round picks and check run for a couple prospects. Alex Edler has <laughs> 11 points, and he hasn't played in a month. Arizona has 15 points total in the standings. Their team sucks, man. What do you think is going to happen? So is, is check run part of the problem of why they suck? Or is have he... you seen their lineup? C&I test. Do you guys so watch a lot of Coyotes games? The he's not the problem. Look at I, so if you're bringing you're, OBJ you're misunderstanding, into this? you're misunderstanding what I'm saying here, Mike. You're just looking at he has seven points and he's minus 29, so he sucks. No, I didn't say he sucks. I said <laughs> he's not worth two first rounders and everything else that you were saying. That's trying, I, I, there's nothing. I did I'm not trying say to be realistic sucks. on what it's going to cost to get him. What's that? I'm just being realistic on what it's going to cost. Two to first get him. rounders for for a, a guy that for a seven point defenseman? Are you kidding me? All right, no, hey, your opinion, my opinion, that's what it is, right? Yeah, it is. We'll wait till it gets traded, and we'll see how much it costs, and then we'll see who's closest. Yeah. True, do, right? do any of you guys watch Coyotes games besides when the Kings play them? Dude, Coyotes fans don't even watch Coyotes games. Why the hell would I watch Coyotes games? Okay. <laughs> I have I have watched a period or two here and there. So as a scout, seeing eye test, what do you think about his game? Not looking at the stats, just a couple times you've seen him play. I, I think he plays a little bigger than what he is. He's a 6'2", 200-plus pound kid that plays even bigger than that a little bit. I, I like his, I like how he skates. I like how coordinated he is. But 
I don't, I'm not so sure if he's as advertised with the offensive awareness. You know, I don't, I don't, I'm not so sure he's the complete package and complete packages get two first round picks, a roster player and a prospect. That's all. So I'm still sticking to my one first round, one prospect and one roster player. I would love we'll to. Uh, they, we'll see what they get when they, whenever they trade him. Exactly. I can't wait to do the uh, but King, Kings guys, Acquired uh, Check Run show and to talk about you know yeah. what they actually dealt for him. So you guys know, on their third line is Louis Erickson, who's been buried in the minors for the past five years. And Andrew Ladd is on their fourth line, who was also buried in the minors for the past four or five years. So that tells you exactly what you need to know about their lineup. Shane got to spare. Left-handed defenseman. He has five goals and 15 assists on that same team. The ghost. Nice. Good for him. I thought his career might have been over. Yeah, he was a healthy scratch most of the last year. Wait, wait how, how did he so, how did he score that much on a really bad team that only has fifteen yeah, points? Yeah, and he's only a minus seven. Why? Why? I'm not understanding. He he's he's playing three less minutes only. Three less minutes than Chikrin. I don't know what to tell you, man. I don't watch the Coyotes, but who do you actually, want? You want Ghost? You want Ghost or do you want Chikrin? Who would you rather have on your team for the Kings right now? And if you say Ghost, you're lying. Just to make me look it's, bad. I'm, I'm, I'll say it again. Try I'm and get just asking. Your so thick you, young skull. <laughs> just listen to the words. I'm talking about how much we're going to pay for him. Yeah. Okay. 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 So, and again, and again, I think I'm being more realistic of what Coyotes are going to ask and what they're going to get for him. And my point is, granted, dude, I don't think we should. Much? I don't think we should pay what they ask if okay. they're asking that much. For a guy, because if I'm an arbiter, if this is arbitration hearing, uh-huh. I'm going to sit there and say, I'm going to point out how terrible your numbers are. I'm going to point out what other guys, similar situation as you are doing. And I'm going to say, this is why you're not worth what you're asking. And then the guy does just say, oh, that's fine. We don't have to. Okay. Treat you and then, me. and then we move on. We, yeah. <laughs> then we move on. Yeah. Cool. That's realistic. What I think is they're going to get for him whenever they trade him. That's just what I think. Okay. You think, what well, you think? would you, if you're running a team, would you pay two first rounders, a, a prospect and, and, a, and a roster player for Chikrin, or would you go a second rounder, a prospect and a roster player forgot to spare? I wouldn't trade for Gospel. Value. Where's the value at right there? I'm just telling you, I wouldn't trade for Gospel. Why we don't. Okay, we so don't you, need another you small So you just said what I just said. You'll you'll walk. I'll walk. Yeah. So or you'll, you'll no, you'll mortgage your farm and give all this money for a twenty three year old we don't know about, and then you'll be sitting there without a first round pick for the next couple of years, wondering why you suck five years from now. We have twenty. We have fifteen top rated prospects. Do we really need? Two more uh, first round picks, we and so and so. Chikrin is the hill you want to die on. Yeah, I mean, I, I would. Okay, yeah. okay. Let's talk about a Quentin Byfield. So, word on the street apparently is Kings had a little change of heart, and they think they should keep him down in the minors for a while and keep Turcotte up. What do you guys think about that? 
okay with it. Doesn't bother me. I mean, he's got one. He just scored his first goal in six games. Let him keep playing. Why not? Rob, same yeah, feelings. No. Yeah, I mean, he's got a. He's. It's sort of like that. A horse has to learn how to run. Yeah. Let him. Let him go run around. Figure out what it's like to, to be a guy. And scoring that overtime laser that he had last game for the for the rain that that's a good start you know that was let awesome him, to see yeah let him do that a couple more times and and feel that feel what it feels like to score and and have that time and space and see if he could come up and do it at the next level so keep Turcotte up for a while right well Turcotte if that's what it is yeah I'd give him at least 10 games right or do you send him down to play alongside Byfield for, uh, I'd give him a little taste for for now. It's not like we have right. a great option at third line center, anyways, right? It's kind of there for somebody to take, but nobody's really taking it, right? Well, I mean, the, yeah, it's there for Kapari to figure it, and he's not. Kapari. I just, yeah, he's I kind of feel like he's just destined for the wing, right? Yeah. So here you go, Rodney. You maybe I don't agree then anymore. <laughs> let's let's switch let's switch by Phil right now and give him the third line center and let him run with it. Well, no, I think you need to give, like I said, Turcotte like 10 games. Well, no, let Turcotte play the wing with him. Let's go ahead and start it right now. Byfield, Turcotte, Kaliev, third line. The all-rookie line. Really? See, see he, he called it the kid line of when he was referring to, to Kapari's line right now. Yeah. Let's make it the true kid line. So now, <laughs> now we're playing make-believe because we know. Uh, we know that won't happen. Yeah, yeah he's not coming up. We know McClellan would never do that. As a matter of fact, here's one thing we always know. If we win a game, the lineup will not change at all for the next game. It just will not. But is that that's is that a bad thing though? It is and it isn't. I don't know. Like what if you what if uh, let's say you have McDavid in your lineup and you win a game, he comes back from COVID, you're like, Oh sorry, bro, you're sitting on the bench. I mean, would you do that? I don't know. Oh, or, sorry, would... Mike, Mike, let me reach out to you. Let's say Chickren's on your team. He goes the protocol comes back, but your team just won the last game. You're gonna keep uh, checking on the bench? No way. Okay. Put him back in. <laughs> just wondering. Yeah, it's so funny too because we keep worrying like, hey, what are we gonna do when all these guys come back? And then somebody goes out of lineup all over again. Yeah. Here, let me, let me do one for Rob. Hey, Rob, let's say uh, you're uh, the Red Wings and COVID happened a long time ago, and uh, Eisenbrand goes out with a protocol, and then. Now he's back, but the Red Wings won the last game. You keeping him off, not playing for a few games, or what? Of course not. He goes right back where he was. If I remember right, he's like one of your top five of all time, right? He was a good player. Yeah. Especially on NHL 94, oh, Sega. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was badass. It's in the game. Yeah. It's in the game. How do you guys feel about the uh, schedule coming up? Nashville, Detroit, Rangers, and Pittsburgh all at home. With what we've been playing, we've been playing all the hottest teams out there. I mean, I'm fine playing whoever right now. I thought you were going to refer to our schedule in February, which is like almost zero games. But I feel that's where all of our rescheduled games will be put in. But that's only three rescheduled games. And I think it's, uh, I don't have it in front of me, but what right now from February 2nd through like the 23rd-ish, 
We have well, zero February, game schedule think, because because of the Olympics. I think February fifth weekend is All Star weekend, right? Yeah. So so the All Star weekend and the the Olympics were supposed to happen. They're not happening. So that's almost the entire month where we're not even scheduled to play. Yeah, that's gonna be weird because right now only on the schedule we have is February second and February twenty third. But, but I mean, that's going to be the, the same thing for a lot of teams, every team really. Right. Yeah. So, um, Nashville, Red Wings, Rangers, Penguins, you know, with the exception of the Red Wings, cause they're slipping some, but Nashville and the Penguins are really good hot teams and there's not a hotter team out there than the Rangers. Rangers. Yeah. So continue, try to keep sniping people off. I'm pretty sure you said it yourself, Rob, or maybe you tweeted it yourself. We're street killers, so bring us all these hot teams. Yep. We'll yep. Shut that down right now. I'm pretty sure the only everyone's everyone's yelling. We're we're going streaking, but not not through LA. That's for sure. Next Thursday, not this Thursday, but next Thursday is return of Jeff Carter. That'll be interesting. Yeah. It will be. So, what do you guys think about uh, Dustin Brown? You guys think he's coming back for another season after this? Like, does he want to come back or will the team want to yeah. back? What are you saying? No, I think if he wants to come back, Rob Blake will bring him back for another year. I'm just curious if you guys think he'll come back. I think so. Gonna, I don't know. It's it might, it might also have to do with how well this team does this year. Or they make the playoffs, how well they do. How does he want to go out? I don't know. That's, 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 yeah. Dustin's one of those ones, a lot like Jonathan Quick. It's really hard to get a read on him sometimes with his emotions. Is he going to be like Justin Williams? And then if they do good next year, they're going to make the playoffs. Hey, come on back. Come back in halfway through. The playoffs. Yeah. No, that, won't, that won't happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's, you know, as far as King's folklore go, you can't get, I mean, that's Dave Taylor shit, right? Right. His, yeah. his whole Taylor, season with the Kings, plus two, two Stanley cups. cups, plus two cups, captain, just fan favorite of the way he plays the game so hard. It just, I don't, I don't know. I think, I think he might be done in his head. You know, hey, let's go out this season. Well, and a lot might have to do if they make the playoffs this year or not. Yeah. And it could go either way, actually, too. You know, if we don't make the playoffs, does he go, do I want to come back for another year of not making the playoffs? Or if we do make the playoffs, does he say, do I want to come back again, you know, for this grind? I mean, it, he might be done. I don't know. His kids are getting older. If they're like, Daddy, we want to see <laughs> and you on TV for another and year. And that's I what mean. makes me think. That's what makes me think a lot sometimes is that comment right there when he's talking about his kids. Mm-hmm. Is he is he really wanting to just be with his, a family guy? I mean, his his him coming back another season, another two season, another three season, does it change anything for his career, his legacy? His legacy is already cemented in my mind. Yeah. He is he is an all-time king. Jersey two, to the Raptors. Two, two-time cup champion. His his jersey's going to the Raptors. If he plays three more seasons, he's not going to make the Hall of Fame. Right. Regardless. The- he's, he seems like uh like you said, like he's very hard to read. Uh, but I don't know. I feel like he would be the kind that's the prideful type that he's like, if I if I'm not playing is the way I think I should be playing. And it's time for me to wrap it up. And I feel like he might be there this season. Right. Yeah. It's exact exactly. He's he's a he's a proud dude as far as the way the game should be played and, and how it's played. And 
And the way he plays it, the older you get, the harder it is. I mean, he, he's going to be a, a 38 year old guy running around slamming into people next year again. And then 39 year old, it's, it's hard to play that type of style when, when you, the closer you get to 40. Yeah. Plus, and like, I mean, if he's starting, like if he's playing next game, he's playing next game on the, uh, on the third line and he continues that trend playing third line, fourth line minutes that also may kind of trigger himself. This is it, you know, does he, uh, or does he just play long enough to get 400 goals? He doesn't look like a number guy to me. He, I don't think he really gives a shit about that stuff. When does, uh, when does uh, Cal Peterson play again? Wait, should we talk about Arvidsson because he finally scored a couple times? Yeah, yeah, we can't brush over that, I guess, right? I mean, when you're talking about guys that are getting paid money, not not Kempe. I'm talking about yeah. Arvidsson. Right. He's getting he he was brought here for one purpose and one purpose only. That is to shoot the puck and score goals. Yes, he's been doing the so, puck shooting. He's been doing he the puck. He's been doing the puck shooting, and and now a couple are going in. When he, things weren't going in for him, we really didn't say much because he's trying to do his job. And now he's producing some. Still don't think we need to talk a whole lot about Arverson because he's just doing his job. Right. You know, when 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 he starts deviating from doing his job, maybe he'll catch some some heat. Or maybe when he starts doing things above his pay scale, maybe he'll start catching some praise. But I don't have really much much to say on the subject of Arvidsson. I mean, he was brought here, like you said, to shoot score and he's definitely shooting. I mean, you get the guy, the puck and he'll shoot from anywhere. So I love that about him. You know, I do love it too. Cause the Kings are an overpassing team. Yeah. It, it was even getting, Cop- it was Cop- even, gr- it, it was definitely, it was grinding uh, Jim Fox's gears. He's like, just basically yeah. saying, just shoot. Cop- the tar. Yeah. <laughs> I heard that wrong. Yeah. So Mike- I'm sitting there. I can't stand seeing, somebody in between the circles with the puck on their stick and they pass it out of that home plate, you know, the, yeah. the, the home plate that you score from Jarrett Stoltz talks right. about all the time. Yep. Well, it happens time and time and time again, when we're in those scoring areas, yeah, let's just not shoot. Okay. Yeah. That's... <laughs> what the... Holy crap. <laughs> Grinds my gears. All right, Mike, here's the question for you. So when Moore was down on the fourth and third line, you're like, oh, this guy sucks. He's just, he should just be a fourth line player at the most, whatever. And now he jumps up on the second line. He's putting some points up. Mike, do you think he's actually a top line player who was just stuffed down on the bottom lines and he wasn't able to showcase his skills? Go. I mean, he's, uh, he's looking good past couple games, but I don't think that'll last. Uh, I think he's got a couple hot, Games he's playing with Danelle and Arvidsson, he's reaping the benefits. So if they so they, think about what Kaliev could do in that same spot with his oh, shot. So that was my next question. So let's say they <laughs> fire Todd tomorrow, they bring you in as head coach. Do you immediately swap more and Kaliev? Yeah, I would like to see a Danelle Arvidsson Kaliev line just to see. Danelle and Arvidsson bring so much energy that Kaliev. Not saying he doesn't. He's just not an energy type player like that. He's a shooter, so he just needs somebody to get him the puck. All right, Kings fans, that is our show for today. Don't forget to like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. Until next time, go Kings, go. Go Kings.